What is that? The people love the same thing. Who would win? Superman versus Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. I saw Superman. And no, they're like, this they're like Thanos no, Thanos would win. Powerful power. And the always superheroes say, didn't win. And I always tell them the same thing. I was Thanos, like, Thanos, Thanos had the, the gauntlet before, right? Yeah. D is he in control of the Marvel Universe now? <laughs> no. Because this guy's character is that he comes up with these grand schemes. He finds one of these weapons no, of ultimate power, you're and he loses. Engineering that aspect—that's so his that. character. This guy finds <laughs> that's a way not to. His character. He finds a way to pull. He finds a way to pull defeat out of the jaws of victory. Gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. Dedicated to truth, justice, and peace for all mankind. Hey everybody, this is Spinarak. This is a partial review, but the main thing we're talking about is Superman versus Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, Petey here, and we also have... Calvin Ellis ready to rock. We've been waiting for this one. So first, let's talk about Doomsday Clock 3. Since Doomsday Clock has these characters, these Watchmen characters, meaning these DC Universe characters, they're coming together. In my mind, I mean, we talked a little about this before we got here, and um, besides, for me, I think this would work if it was just Jeff Johns doing a continuation of Watchmen, like Watchmen 2, because he understands the world and what's going on there and there. It seems like the DC characters are kind of a nuisance, because they have Batman in this issue, and Batman meets the new Ross Edge, and Batman, you know, I don't know, seemingly does something that we didn't expect him to do. So, I don't really see the DC characters fitting in them, because oh, Batman's in there and he's very, uh, you know, along the sidelines he doesn't really need to be in the book you know we get Alfred for two seconds but it's mostly Watchmen and then even with these new characters when they say they're gonna meet the Joker I'm like I'd just rather see more of these guys so why don't you flesh out some of the originals and then bring in some new Watchmen type characters and just do Watchmen too I think that's what he really wanted to do but then he's like let me add some bang for your buck and give you Watchmen meets Superman and Batman and, and Luthor, so it's not really working that well for me. But you know, it was a little better read than the one before it. So, what do you think? And then we'll get to the big fight. One of the things that troubled me about this story is Batman locking up Rorschach in Arkham Asylum because it totally undercuts that he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Mm -hmm. That somehow, within that amount of time, he deemed that this guy's just a nut who needs to be yeah. locked up, <laughs> and there's no validity to his story, mm -hmm. which again shows me how little a handle people have on the whole detective aspect of Batman. Other than that, I think the first three issues have been, hey, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if yes. Lex Luthor and Ozymandias, wouldn't it be cool if Ozymandias and the comedian fought again? Well, how about that go out? Hey, wouldn't it be cool if Rorschach and Batman... But very little substance to it at the end of the day. I thought the first issue was a good starting off point. The second issue... <laughs> I was like, wow, I've never seen a book bottom out that quickly going into the second issue. And you're right. Who are the characters who are the most interesting? Even if they're the most redundant. The marionette and the mime. 
Okay, they're killers, but at the very least, you want to understand, hey, how is this guy shooting people with nothing in his hands? Mm -hmm. Okay, and the mime is pretty much a murderous Harley Quinn, if you will. Yeah, that's but, the other problem that I see running into another DC character. Yeah, yeah, but these are the these are the characters that tend to blow up later. You know, <laughs> you come over here and say, hey, where was the first appearance of those characters? Oh, it was in this book right over yeah. here. So I made certain to take copious amount, oh, you know, just Lord. put those to the side. Just put those to the side. But aside of that... And, but DC also already has a murderous mime. Batman already fought the mime. Yeah, unfortunately, we got new ones. <laughs> we got mime two or mime three, as they would say in the old who's yeah, who. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, looking at it and... No, I, I'm, not ready, uh, I'm not ready to, you know, torpedo this thing yet. I, I still want to give it a little bit more space. Even though, I mean, by the third issue, we have a major complication mm -hmm. in the fact that Ozymandias... You know, I, I was surprised that he actually, when he fell, that he was actually out. I was like, he did all of that, and the fall took him out. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It's like, oh, he made it. Oh, then, then he did that. Oh, that's going to work, and then you know, oh, he the falls animal's through, alive. He yeah. falls through the awning, and he looks like he's got armor on, you know, so I was like, mm -hmm. okay. So, of course, he's going to be arrested. So he'll be arrested, and then this, and then Rorschach is also arrested. So you're like, okay, this is a major complication in issue three. Mm -hmm. Usually these complications don't tend to happen until like around six or seven, which will give you a little bit more so you can keep going. So now, of course, you're going to have to have the great escape or what, you know, what, have, what have you from there. But the last big matchup that we're all waiting for is Superman and Dr. Manhattan. Those are your big, those are your big guns of the respective universes. But even before we get there... I mean, three is, I guess it's along the same vein as issue number one, where I'm kind of like, okay, I want to see where this goes, but if it bottoms out again, it's just proof that there is no reason to tell this story at the end of the day. Yeah, maybe we could see a, a sequel to Watchmen, which I don't think we need. I think Watchmen was a finite story, and we had all of the information and probably the best aspects of these characters that we were ever going to get. Anything that they did later would always be in the shadow of actual Watchmen. Yeah. So we don't, need to see, we don't need to see anything. I don't really need to see what happens to Night Owl and Silk Spectre. I really don't care at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Dr. Manhattan is gone. The most interesting character, Rorschach, he's dead. Okay, the comedian lives in flashbacks. Oh, the comedian is, to me, the most... The thing, thing is, I think, who is it? The writer of um, Butch Cassie and Sundance Kid, the screenwriter, said about sequels in general, they're all horror movies. There's not really, there's, you're always going into it for the money. So I'm like, I'm, at this point, the way the fans, I thought they were supposed to be like, this is blasphemous from the beginning, but they're already there, and it's Jeff Johns. And I think, because he, he's not following the format. The format is, I'm going to give you, until like the later issues where it becomes a continuing story. It was a continuing story, but it was like, here's a, basically like, sort of like Alpha Flight, here's a solo issue about, you know, the Night Owl. Here's a solo couple issues about Rorschach. And here's some more about the Silk Spectre. And then as it went along, the backup story starts to lead up. Now it's just like, here's all these threads, like a basic comic book, but in that grid. So it's like, they've already thrown out the aspect of, they have elements of it, but when you read the Rorschach thing, it's just like, I'm stuck in this story and I'm not moving anywhere. Yeah. You know, and then here we have these tidbits in the background, or then they throw in the, the you know, the pirate tale. So that's what I'm saying. You're already pushing it, and you're going into it for the money. And the fans aren't going to fault you. By issue 50 of doing a, a Watchmen 2, then they'd be like, all right, you kind of did it. But then they already would have bought in. 
<laughs> and they're like, I'm, can't, I'm trying to complete my collection. Yeah. And then end on 100 is like, so you know what? And we DC finished like, it. We, we got yeah. the money. <laughs> we, you know, exactly. We got the money. Is. Yeah. But they're playing to it when they're not necessarily following everything. So it's like, for me, I just say just do Watchmen 2 and call it a day. Because, I mean, that's what, those are the parts that I'm interested in. It's like, it's kind of dull to me when you see Batman and them trying to play off as not just a fight and then Batman setting them up. And it's just like, well, yeah, I had that same idea that no one necessarily would buy um, Russ's journal and be like, you know, it's true. Like, I'd be like, this is kind of ridiculous. He's crazy, you know. And that's what they're playing, answering every question that the audience had. The people are like saying, for this structure, this ending doesn't necessarily work. So it's like, yeah, but, you know, you don't get to play, you know, it's... I don't know. It's delaying the story because then Batman and them have to work together. You're going to be mad at Batman, kick Batman in the head. We'll see how Ross Hatch is able to beat up Batman in some dumb way. The guy's he's, he's either dreaming about him scratching his head and he's bleeding. I don't know. That, for me, was extreme. <laughs> it's that, like, that, was just really ex- that was just really extreme because I can understand if you're scratching that hard, that means it makes the shower painful at the end of the day. Yeah. But, again, the bigger question... For me, is how are you going to wrap this up? How is this story going to wrap up? And is this a is this a refutation? Is this a rebuttal to what Watchmen was, or is this mm. I, I, you know I I won't know until issue twelve. But as of right now, I'm like, do you know what, how you want this story to end? Yes, that's very important. And now, oh, without gosh. further ado, well, as we promised, the big matchup that we're waiting to see, the two people we're waiting to see face off. You know, it could be verbally just to talk or what have you. Or you could get down to the versus battle, fisticuffs, Superman versus Dr. Manhattan. Now, I have seen this question asked so many times. Who would win a fight, Superman or Dr. Manhattan? And I was surprised because the answer that is automatically given, Dr. Manhattan will yes, win. Yes, Dr. Manhattan. And I'm like, I don't understand. I was like, why, is, why does Dr. Manhattan win automatically? And I said, what is it? I said, I read Watchmen. What does this guy bring into the table that he would be able to defeat Superman when Superman has faced guys like Dr. Manhattan before and won? What, what is, explain well, to me. The problem that the, the thing that you do as a battle board that you don't do as a comic reader and or writer mm-hmm. is say that, let's look at Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan, even with the, with the other thing, you're feeling that they try to show that this guy is godlike and he can bring things back to life or whatever the hell he can do. So we're looking at his base powers and saying this base level should be astronomically more than, because he's almost God-realized, even though he's kind of petty. He's God-realized, and he has all this energy, this nuclear energy. Even though Superman has survived nuclear blasts, he sh- we're thinking that he's one step above that. If we look at the comic side of it, um, Dr. Manhattan's very petty, and he's kind of slow. So this would leave in this stupid. I didn't want to say it, but then so then you have Superman who basically so let's say this is a Kurt Swan drawn, you know, Superman versus Doctor Manhattan. Well, that'd be lovely. Superman would get a lot of lumps, and that's what I used to pain me about reading Kurt Swan because he'd be like, "Ugh, I can't," <laughs> and he get punished like the majority of the book. And then at some point, Superman and since Doctor Manhattan is dumb and slow and petty. He's going to find ways to defeat the character. So in that sense, I could see him win. But when we just go power for power, I'm just saying, well, this guy should be astronomically powerful. He's supposed to be God-realized. Yeah, but, That's why but I win. Superman but Superman has defeated these 
how many of these astronomically powered <laughs> gods, how many of them exist? What is that? The people love the same thing. Who would win? Superman versus Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. I saw Superman. And no, they're like, that's they're like no, Thanos would win. Power for power. And I always the superheroes say, didn't win. And I always tell them the same thing. I was Thanos, like, Thanos, Thanos had the, the gauntlet before, right? Yeah. D is he in control of the Marvel Universe now? <laughs> no. Because this guy's character is that he comes up with these grand schemes. He finds one of these weapons no, of ultimate power, you're and he loses. Engineering that aspect—that's so his that character. This guy finds <laughs> a way to—he finds a way to pull. He finds a way to pull defeat out of the jaws of victory. He did it with the cosmic cube. <laughs> he did it twice with the infinity gauntlet. Many he's just—he's just terrible. Pull oh no, not no, not Doctor Doom. Okay, because Doctor Doom is the person who can act. Doctor Doom actually wins. He has this incredibly long game. To the point they've even established in the Marvel Universe. You go far enough in the future, Doom was in control of everything. Mm -hmm. Because he outlived everybody, he just kept at it. He's in control of his own country, that sort of stuff. But if, he, if it, when we're talking like some guy like that, Thanos is like, hey, this is the villain who shows up. Ha ha ha, I've got the new ultimate power weapon. Watch me use this. And then the guys come over here, well, hey, your shoelace is untied. It is? Bam! No, but Captain America wins! What you're, what you're pointing out is the problem that um, George Perez had with Infinity Gauntlet. Of course, he said it in the nicest of ways. Like, basically, it was two issues of story extended to six, to tw 12, to 18, to whatever it is now. So, but you're talking about those first two books when he finds the no the, no the, no the, the he's gems? saying no when he's saying Infinity Gauntlet was only worth two issues of story yeah those that, those two yeah. books where he was looking for the gems <laughs> that, that was it <laughs> but even after the press worked on the on the Infinity Gauntlet and he said the aspect of him killing them and bringing them back to life three million times makes no sense and but he said that in the nicest of ways too but when you look at it if you look at those first stories. He's unbeatable because everybody else is stupid, and he basically picks the thing out of the, these guys' hands because they're dummies. Yeah. And then he starts to lose sense because I guess he's like, you know, mad with power. Well, but it's, it's like, don't show us a, a Thanos that can think out everything, and then you're going to show us the idiot because you don't have a good out. Well, we, we, in Marvel Universe, you see this all. That's like Doctor Doom versus the Beyonder, and that should not even be a fight. He should have just, what? Yeah, what's what's the phrase they like to do? With a wave of his hand. He should have just <laughs> waved his hand and Doom should have been done. No, what did he do? He was curious. He's dissecting Doom. He's looking at him. And Doom is still alive. And this is Dr. Doom. This guy yeah. has the willpower of, I don't know. Yeah. He sees his moment. And the next thing you know, Doom defeats here. And Doom had already defeated, or rather got the energy off of Galactus. Yeah. So he could You're go, so he could go fight. I've been arguing about the Secret Wars for the last three or four days. So it's like bringing that up to me is really bothersome because I yeah, can't. So I come back he to can't, like he's just sitting there like I understand how to use all of Doc's. Uh, oh, oh, no, sorry, not Doc's. Like Galactus's equipment, and I'll take all of his power. It's like, no. no. So. Oh well, but I look at you know I remember Watchmen, and I'm looking at the stuff that Doctor Manhattan was doing in Watchmen. Somehow he's been aggrandized, much much more powerful than he was in Watchmen. He became much more powerful because the stuff that people are talking about was stuff that he couldn't do in Watchmen. Case in point, QED. At the very end, he says, no, this has to happen, you know, because it's already in motion mm -hmm. and this might be the best thing for the planet. If this guy can alter reality, he could have just stopped all of that and said, no, 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 no. Okay, this would be the end of it. Now we're saying, oh, no, he can alter reality. He could do this. And then the, the things that these guys come up with, Dr. Manhattan would be able to control the molecules around Superman. He could put kryptonite, throw nuclear bombs, all this other type of stuff. And I keep reminding mm -hmm. people, Superman has survived 
all of that. Mm. Not just that he has survived all of that, okay? But what your limited imagination is, is able to come up with now, they've already done it to Superman. Superman, and this is the modern Superman, okay? This is the one 1986 onwards. Here, you had Apocalypse. Here, you had New Genesis. In the middle was Superman. He survived the two planets colliding together. Okay, that's much more than any nuclear explosion at the end of the day. And what was the result? Costume was still intact. Okay, what story was that? This, oh, this, I think this might have been uh, Superman, this might have been Superman Doomsday Prey that might have been in that one. So he survives that. Then we go to the whole, hey, I'm gonna do the whole wave of the hand thing. This guy, there was, mm. there's been a story where they tried to wipe him from existence recently. And you know what the result of trying to wipe him from existence was? He ended up re-altering reality. That's what it ended up with. Superman Reborn. Reborn. My favorite, though, oh, and this gosh. is one... See, that's the other thing, though. <laughs> Most of these guys who are so big on Dr. Manhattan, you, there's only, what, 16 issues that you really have to read, and that's everything you need to know about Dr. Manhattan. Superman is much, much deeper, much, much harder. You have to go and read the stories. One of my favorites, Superman, Where Is Thy Sting? Uh -huh. Superman fights against the embodiment of death. Okay, this is death. This is like death in the Marvel Universe who Thanos is in love with. He fights against death. You know what death does? What does death do? Death kills him. Oh, he kills man. him. And Superman is able to will himself back. He's able to will himself. And mind you, when well, he's there, he's, inter he's being hit by, like, what do they like say on the battle boards? Universal energy, galactic level energy, all this other type of stuff. He's being crushed and his, his spirit should be demolished. And he's able to fight his way back simply because he wants to live. Why? Because he wants to see his wife again. And then all he right. comes and he just punches through death and that's the end of it. So to, with all to... the stuff on record for Superman, I keep asking people. I don't say Superman is going to win necessarily when I start. But I say, what is it that Dr. Manhattan is going to do to Superman that hasn't already been done uh -huh. and he survived it? Well, I would just say, because when you retell these stories, you forget the... Kurt Swan part that Superman takes a serious pounding and it's always hard to read. These are the stories. modern ones. These are the modern <laughs> ones. I'm not doing the Bronze Age stuff. If I did the Bronze and the Silver Age stuff, people would get really upset. <laughs> like, and he's fighting the Galactic Golem and he vibrates his hand. And when he vibrates but his hand, so he shifts things. everybody off of Earth to another dimension. Gosh. Dr. Manhattan can't do that type of stuff. So we're not going to bring the Bronze Age Superman oh, into this. Gosh. Just the modern one. Anyway, I'm just saying he still takes a pounding in those issues. He doesn't just get hit. Yeah, you can take, take a, a pounding. pounding. That doesn't mean you're gonna lose. No, saying that th this aspect of we seeing them have a back and forth. But he is a dummy. Though Doctor Manhattan is a dummy, so that's the only reason. I say match up power for power. I say someone who can generate nuclear power on a regular basis to the modern Superman. It should have some sort of wear on him, but. Again, Dr. Manhattan is an idiot. He got fooled by Osman Davis a couple of times and yeah. then got forced into doing something that he shouldn't have done. They should have revealed the whole story. But anyway, he's, he's an idiot. We Pretty have to much, he walked, he's an idiot. he walked into the, he walked oh, into the yeah, containment God. thing. Oh, sure. oh. He walked into the containment thing. And then Superman just fought this, uh, uh, this character called Hell. Who was some, oh, I won't get into it, but he had powers and abilities mm -hmm. that are pretty much along the same lines as Dr. Manhattan. What did he do? Eventually, the guy got close enough, he used freeze breath, he froze his molecules in place, and he left them stuck in time. And that was the end of the, and that was the, end of the story. So they're all, anytime it comes down, it's like, oh no, it's going to be a fist fight, and Superman's not going to be able to touch him. Dude, th this guy has capabilities, okay? 
And it's not just the heat vision, the freeze breath, it's the fact that he's able to use these in very creative ways that he's able to defeat this other cat over here at the end of the day. So, yes, Dr. Manhattan against someone else, you know, I would expect him to <laughs> I, would, I would expect him to prevail. But I look at the stuff on record. What are you going to do differently than somebody else has already done? You're gonna disintegrate him. No, they tried that, didn't work. We're gonna wipe him from reality. Nope, they tried that, didn't work. We're gonna hit him with a nuclear bomb. Nope, tried that, didn't work. Kryptonite, nope, tried that, didn't work. What, what are you gonna do? You're gonna come up with something new? Kryptonite still should take him out. That kryptonite should weaken him, but it's not, it's never, it he's had kryptonite in his brain and he was That's still insane. able to complete the mission. He's had kryptonite in his bloodstream, and he was that's able to complete pushing, the mission. That's pushing it too far. But anyway, that's because, we got we gotten through But that's because one. that's what these guys want to do with kryptonite, right? Uh, we're gonna, here's how we're going to defeat Superman. We're going to put Superman in a lead-lined room so he can't see out. There's going to be kryptonite everywhere. It's, even the air is going to be kryptonite. So you want to use kryptonite in that manner, and then you're gonna, you can't get PO'd when Superman surpasses it because you're looking to live him, give him no out whatsoever. And this is a character who's always going to be able to find a way out. So, I think him finding a way out. And kryptonite is not, supposed to be rare. You know, it's not yeah, supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. It's Ooh. supposed to be rare, hard mm -hmm. to make at the end of the day because mm -hmm. it was supposed to be that explosion in Krypton. And yeah. when you make kryptonite, when you make kryptonite generic, well, then it's not this big deal for Superman a anymore because how readers are going to say, well, look, after exposure this many times, if I take poison over a certain time, I'm going to have some immunity to it, right? I'll be able to withstand it. Why can't he do it? So you're going to follow this logical progression because you're, you're really, you're digging a hole for yourself. They just had, they had it down to like four pieces and then they went, they, uh, hey, what can you all say? right, we're done. There's nothing else we can do. Superman wins. You guys come in there. Please comment and fight against him. I can't help you because Don't. Dr. Manhattan's an idiot. Hey. He, he also, the other problem is that Dr. Manhattan, God realized he's having a problem that is his wife has wrinkled skin. Like, that's not God realized. That's like, you know, that's Greek God realized. Yes. Like, shoot, I need a new chick. That's little that, G. That. Little G. <laughs> so. Okay, big G created everything. <laughs> little G messes stuff up. That's yeah. where he is. So, write in, fight against them, come up with some other solutions. We only have the the something in before Watchmen or something I've forgotten to fight against Good luck. beating Dr. Manhattan. Good luck. We got 80 years of history. Okay? Bring it on. Bring Later. it on.